Billy Payne on the 20th anniversary of the Atlanta Olympics. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. July 19th marks the 20th anniversary of the Centennial Olympic Games held in Atlanta, Georgia. They were remarkable Olympics, opening with Muhammad Ali lighting the cauldron during the opening ceremony, women taking a greater place on the program with events in soccer and softball debuting in Atlanta. The Olympics brought to life downtown Atlanta as it has never been seen before and really yet to be replicated. Billy Payne, a real estate attorney in Atlanta, came came up with the idea of bidding for the Olympic Games improbable as that might have seen at the time, given that the Los Angeles Olympics were held only in 1984, and the idea of Atlanta, a city in the Deep South without much of an Olympic tradition, seemed to be an unlikely bidder. But with charm and a solid bid, Billy Payne and his colleagues were able to prevail at the IOC session in Tokyo, Japan in September 1990, edging Athens, the favorite in the final round of voting. Billy Payne now runs a real estate firm in Atlanta and is well known in the sports world as the chairman of the Augusta National Golf Club. He joins us today for this edition of Around the Rings Radio. Billy Payne, thanks very much for joining us. Yes, sir, Ed. My pleasure. Good to talk to you. How much attention, notice, is this anniversary receiving? I hear you've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of requests for interviews and comment. Are people paying attention? (laughs) Oh, I think so, um, Ed, with, you know, the upcoming um, Brazil games, the, the world's attention starting to focus on everything Olympic. Um, we in Atlanta are, of course, very proud, beating on our chest, uh, remembering with great fondness the experiences that we had 20 years ago. So you put all that together, it's pretty exciting, and I think uh, our celebration event, on July the 16th, built principally around our 50,000 volunteers, is going to be quite an affair, and uh, the community very much looking forward to it. What do you think is the impact of these games on Atlanta? How did, you know, everybody asks the question, how will the Olympics change this city? How did the Olympics change or influence Atlanta moving forward? You know, there are two ways of answering that, Ed. I think... uh, most typically, people seem to be compelled to justify the Olympic Games based upon the economic activity that it will create post-games. How many jobs? Uh, what's, the, what's the total development cost? Uh, how many buildings are being built? And so you look at all of those things, and, um, and of course, we, we have that as well. You know, we built, I think, nine new venues, eight of which are still being used. Uh, thousands of college dormitories free to the universities, the baseball stadium we gave to our Atlanta Braves, and on and on and on. And yet, uh, with all of those uh, economic achievements, we never viewed the Olympics as an economic endeavor. Uh, We viewed it as a labor of love, volunteers working together because we love what the Olympics represented, and because we loved each other, and we wanted to see how far we could take our community. And so I think the real legacy of the games, at least to my point of view, is not all the billions of dollars of whatever, but it's the fact that we set an improbable goal 
and and made it happen. How do you think Atlanta is influencing the games that that happened afterwards? What kind of impact did Atlanta pretty, 96 yeah, make? Pretty, pretty dramatically. You know, we put our stake in the ground that um, – we're not go- we weren't going to build many white elephants that so many recent Olympic Games have done, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars venue costs and then immediately abandoned because there's no use for a venue that size, you know, that far away from whatever activity. And so I think we set a good model that you need to think long and hard about what is the post-games utilization of any of these venues, and we did pretty good there. Um, secondly, uh, I think um, we, um, perhaps as much uh, as anyone before or since, you know, we were, we were people's games. We sold significantly more tickets than any games before or since. We, we sold more tickets to the women's events of the Atlanta Games than the games right before us, Barcelona, sold to the entire to the entire Olympic Games in their city. So, you know, we, we were come have fun. These are the games of the people, and I think um, I think we did that quite well. Any disappointments you might have about the way things could have been done differently? No, not at all. Um, I do have a great disappointment, of course, on things I wish would not have happened. And that, of course, uh, uh, revolves around the... Uh, the sad bombing at Centennial Olympic Park. That, of course, is the greatest regret that I have. But in terms of the planning, um, no. I don't think uh, doing something of that scale twice as big as anybody had ever done it before, no. No no regrets, no second thoughts. And how about the recovery of Atlanta from the bombing? Uh, pretty dramatic couple of days there in the middle of the games. How do you feel, Atlanta? How do you feel? You and your colleagues handled this situation. Um, you know, I guess I'll, I'll take I'll take to my my dying breath the inspiration of the day we reopened Centennial Olympic Park a couple of days after the bombing uh, and the incredible uh, turnout of, of fans and of volunteers. You know, re- defiant, saying that notwithstanding this great tragedy. Uh, we will not allow this wonderful celebration of humanity that's been taking place to be uh, to be interrupted um, or to be canceled, and and it was amazing to be a part of that. I, I and to feel that I doubt that any of us will ever have uh, a more dramatic moment in our lives. Uh, and I was so proud of the people of Atlanta in the way that they responded. One of the dramatic moments of the Atlanta Olympics came on July 19th during the opening ceremonies when Muhammad Ali stepped forward to light the cauldron for the Atlanta Olympics. It was a, a moment that defined, I think, the rest of Muhammad Ali's life. It was one of the, remains one of the enduring images of the Atlanta Olympics. We, we note his, his dying very just a few weeks ago, and that brought all these memories, all these images back to life here. Um, what about Muhammad Ali and how important it was to have him as a, as a symbol of the Atlanta Games? 
Well, first of all, he was a wonderful man, and um, as our relationship uh, developed, um, and uh, we would be together and talk, he was just fantastic. He had a wonderful sense of humor. Um, you know, even though he was already beginning his difficult health issues, um, they were not, believe me, they were not affecting his mind. And he was very sharp and always would uh, say something uh, to surprise you uh, and because you didn't think perhaps that he was even paying attention. So really fun to be around. Uh, it, I think it was clear to us as we made the selection um, that, without question, one of the great athletes of our lifetime. I mean, his athletic accomplishments uh, were uh, without parallel in in his uh, many years, both as an Olympian and, of course, afterwards. Uh, as a human being, um, he made decisions at, an, at a young age which uh, were difficult for some to accept, perhaps even some of us. And yet as we got to know him, as we ourselves matured and aged and started to respect and embrace other people's different opinions, um, it became quite evident that um, that part of his life uh, should not be um, an eliminator for his consideration of being uh, the person that would have the ultimate uh, final honor of lighting our, our calder during the opening ceremony. I, I, I understand you had to be convinced. You needed to be brought around. Well, I mean, I had to be, I had to be convinced because I had to make all the decisions. <laughs> so wh whether I had been a, the original proponent or the naysayer, I, I had to be convinced because all those issues and big decisions were – or a result of deliberation uh, and consultation uh, with lots of people in the end. And so, um, as I, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that it took time for him to emerge among a very impressive list of candidates as the one I thought would be the right one to do it. And um, thank goodness. Um, that's the way it turned yeah. out. Yeah. Did you have any idea it would be such, become such a singular image, such a enduring scene of the Atlanta Olympics? A, a little bit, uh, because you recall that we rehearsed it one night, mm -hmm. uh, several months before the game, and I had a visual peek of what was going to happen. And um, so I think I, I think it'd be fair to say that. I walked away from the rehearsal thinking, wow, this could really be something. Right now, the United States is involved in a campaign to bid for the 2024 Olympic Games. In your case, it was Atlanta bidding for the next U.S. Olympics after Los Angeles. This time around, it's Los Angeles bidding for the next Olympic Games after Atlanta. A number of figures from uh, from Los Angeles are coming for the anniversary. You've been in contact with them, talking with them, Casey Wasserman, Janet Evans, and others. What do you think about the Los Angeles bid, the chances that they have? Well, first of all, let me say that uh, I am the biggest advocate that you could possibly imagine that it's time for the Summer Olympic Games to return to the United States. Uh, 
I think it benefits both the Olympic movement and our country uh, for that to be the result uh, of the election process. I think it's been enough years since the, it will have been enough years since the Atlanta Games. I think with the new professed sense of uh, financial conservatism being hopefully embraced by the International Olympic Committee, uh, that the LA bid uh, optimizes the utilization of existing facilities and therefore uh, the reduction in the cost to build new ones all of which is good, all of which is in the spirit with some of the uh, reforms within the International Olympic Committee. So all of that is good, uh, first. And then secondly, I think the leadership is superb. Uh, Casey is a, a uniquely qualified, very energetic, resourceful person who is doing a great job. Um, who could ask for anyone better than Janet Evans to represent the athletes that are very important to any bid. So a very supportive uh, mayor. So, man, I mean, I got my fingers crossed, and uh, I got high hopes um, for their bid because I personally believe that it is time for the Olympic Games to return to the United States. Billy Payne, former president of the Atlanta Olympics, joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm ATR editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us. Good day.